Greetings, everyone, and welcome to a special holiday edition of Between the Horns, presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers. I'm JB Long, joined by Erica Tamposi, Maurice Jones-Drew, and DeMarco Farr on this Black Friday. Time to weigh in. Who wants to step on the scale first? (laughs) (laughs) We are uh, joining you from points unknown, some unfamiliar backgrounds, of course. We're on the road, on assignment. Erica's at home, at least. Erica, did you have a nice Thanksgiving? I had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I'm still paying for it. Um, I I think I slept in this chair because I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to make it here this morning if I didn't, you know, if I was in the bed because the food was good, the the vibes were good, the the drinks were good, everything was good. So and and the Rams didn't play, so it was kind of nice to just watch football, relax, eat, and just kind of kind of focus on you know life for a little veteran bit. move veteran move by you maurice jones drew demarco far are here as well did either of you ever play on thanksgiving day no never no all never. right not football. arrowhead <laughs> arrowhead kansas city any famed memories there that's where the rams are heading next yeah, yeah. um the the first flyover um this is crazy Derek thomas was on the other side you guys know who Derek Thomas is, right? I'm one of the best, most feared pass rushers ever. And they told me something about his dad was in the military or he was an Air Force vet or something, and he was really emotional that day. This is pregame. And then they had the flyover, and you could see him on the other side just bawling, like crying. And I looked at our guys. Guys, we're in trouble today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, just one of those weird moments. And they always get you with, and the home of the Chiefs. And it's so unnerving. You really feel like it's just us against the world. It's crazy. Well, it looks like we're going to yeah. catch a break as far as the weather is concerned, though, Maurice. No snow flurries at the end of November in Kansas City. I, I don't know, JB. I mean, it's still going to be cold. So, you know, that means I'll be bundled up like the Michelin man, ready to go. Um, I'm actually going to try to go hit a target or something to get some gloves today. Wow. And I may have to fight a couple people to get them out of there. But again, you know, I'll do whatever it takes to make sure I'm prepared uh, to be the best I can be on, on the, on the day, on the call for the day. Shoot. I mean, Michelin man would cover up all that uh, excessive eating. We both uh, took part in yesterday. So maybe snag me an extra pair of slacks. I don't know if the ones I packed are going to make it for Kansas city. I don't know. I think I may wear jeans. I don't know. Like I, I think I'm gonna go long johns, thermal, hoodie. Maurice, it's not that bad, man. Come are on. Are you guys gonna right. eat barbecue? Like, is that still on the table, no. or I don't are think you I can full? even do that? Really? No. no. Oh, okay. I woke up this morning. I know we gotta get to the show. I woke up this morning at three o'clock because I was like starving, and I was like, "Why am I hungry? I ate so much." And I went and made a plate. That's me. That's at me being a. someone <laughs> I shouldn't be. Wow. So no, yeah. So I'm I just I'm done with it. Absolutely, I'm getting barbecue. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, I'll be deterred. All right, let's start off um, this showdown with Kansas City with a change at quarterback. We know Matthew Stafford is not going to play. Uh, John Wolford's been limited, but he has been participating at practice. But it seems like Bryce Perkins' moment is now. We saw a good bit of him in the second half against the Saints in New Orleans. MJD, now they get to formulate a game plan around uh, their dynamic threat at quarterback. How do you think it's going to play? I think you'll see a ton of read option. Uh, I think you're going to see some play action off the read option. Um, it may seem gimmicky at first, but again, you got to utilize what he does best, right? And and part of what he does best is running the football. So you'll see a lot of play actions, a lot of things. Uh, I think you'll see a, a very unique and creative running game. 
Um, and it's going to challenge the Chiefs, right? It's going to put the Chiefs in a bind on how do you stop a, a running quarterback. And so uh, I think it's going to give them a great opportunity to try to sneak, uh, or not sneak, but get the ball down the field and then get some points on the board in the red zone. Erica, you got a good pulse of the fan base. It seems like a lot of people have been curious and are looking forward to this opportunity to see what it looks like with Perkins behind center. Yeah, definitely. And I think when you you were dealing with the offensive line that the Rams are dealing with, what is it now? Their 12th starting line shift or 11? It is it is absolutely just been decimated by injuries. And this team hasn't been able to play together. When I say team, I mean the offensive line. So I think Stafford is getting hit a lot. And the, the reason why he's out is because he's been taking a lot of hits. So why not put a mobile quarterback like Bryce Perkins out there and try to design the the game around him? So I think what you just said is perfect. Yes, he went in on the second half sort of ready to go if that needed be. But they have this whole week to plan the game with him as the starter, which I think could actually, you know, inject some some turkey juice into this offense. Like, I think it's an exciting sort of switch. (laughs) Yeah, a turkey. Don't you inject your turkey? I do. Yeah, they're basting. Great. I think I'm just trying to make it festive. I'm just trying to be festive. DeMarco, as long as uh, number 95 dresses for the Kansas City Chiefs, I think a priority should be who can run away from him the fastest. Chris Jones is having a defensive player of the year type season, 6'6", 310 pounds on the interior. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, you really don't have a prayer in blocking him. Same thing with Aaron Donald. I mean, he's going to lift you. He's going to move you. He's going to disrupt. He's going to be a problem for you. So uh, thinking you can cover him up with with a pro bowler is is kind of folly. So you kind of have an idea of what Sunday is going to be like. But I'll tell you this. Bryce Perkins is ready to go. Um, He's one of my favorite guys to talk to pregame when he's out there warming up. So I asked him um, a, a few times watching him warm up. I'm like, you know you're not playing today. He goes, it doesn't matter. In my mind, I, I still think I'm starting. This is last season. So, And going into New Orleans, when he was going into the press conference post-game, I gave him a look. I said, you've been ready for this a long time. And he shook his head like, this is going to be the Bryce Perkins experience moving forward. But the problem is, Matthew Stafford was ready to go, and so was John Wolford. Um, it's just protecting your guy is going to be the issue. But like Maurice said, Uh, He's got the benefit of his legs. The guy has out-of-this-world athleticism. So if he gets into trouble, he can get himself out of it and possibly pick up yards, keep the drive alive. So uh, it's going to be a monumental, you know, effort to try to beat Kansas City there with Mahomes on the other side. But he's going to give it all he's got. But job number one is I'm with you. Know where Chris Jones is. uh, Check the play away from him if you can. And if the play is dead and he's got you swallowed up, uh, discretion is the better part of valor. Uh, You've got to protect yourself and the quarterback. This is what I said. I was running around in New Orleans trying to figure out who the emergency quarterback was because you're down to one QB with a quarterback that exposes himself uh, to the defense a lot. So think about that. Uh, What is your secondary option if your quarterback gets dinged? But number one, keep Chris Jones away from your quarterback as long as you possibly can. But like I said, that's tough to do. Locker room seems to love Perkins, too. They always have. I mean, preseason action, you see how they react to the way that he plays Maurice. I think they'll rally around him. Yeah, I, I think so as well. I, I think when when you talk about what he's able to do, and we've kind of harped on it, the one thing a defense hates is a quarterback that's willing to take off and run. 
Um, Patrick Mahomes on the other side has done that a ton uh, over the last couple of weeks of getting those third and 15s with his legs. And so it's hard to account for everyone and then the quarterback running. And I think that's going to be kind of the skill set of helping this offensive line, this 11th starting offensive line, helping Kyron Williams and Cam Akers and helping Allen Robertson and these receivers, right? You got to have to figure out the scramble drill. You're going to have to be better at getting an open in the scramble drill. Uh, you're going to see him take off a little bit more. And that's, that may, again, I, I'm not a defensive coordinator, but when I've talked to guys that, that call defenses or defensive coordinators in general, they hate mobile quarterbacks because now I have to put a spy in there, which then leaves a hole or force us to play man-to-man, what makes it simple for the quarterback, right? So, um, And the play caller. So I, I think his legs are going to be more of a benefit to this, this roster. Um, and the biggest thing is this. At the end of the day, we've talked about it. You have to be efficient on first and second down. You can't get into third and long and allow Chris Jones to line up all over the line and pick who he wants to go against and then go after it. You can't allow uh, them to send Willie Gay in on a blitz. You can't allow uh, Moulton to come on a blitz as well. Like They'll blitz these backers out of unconvention- unconventional um, defenses where a safety's not rolling down over them or he may be rolling the other way, and they'll still blitz those guys. So you got to be prepared for all that. And so you want to stay out of those third and long so you don't have to see none of those crazy blitzes. All right, real quick, I want to ask about the other guy, Patrick Mahomes, because we will get to the news of the week, the uh, tandem of starters that the Rams released. And then I also want to know, down the closing stretch here, who you're most excited to see get an opportunity for the Los Angeles Rams. But on Mahomes, it blows my mind that they essentially discarded, traded away one of, if not the best uh, receivers in the National Football League. And Mahomes is going to go win MVP throwing to tight ends and running backs. So my question is, and Erica, why don't you go first here, if we were starting over, if every player in the National Football League was draft eligible and you were starting a franchise with the number one overall pick, would it be Patrick Mahomes? No, it would be Matthew Stafford, JB. But if I had the second pick, then I would take Patrick Mahomes because, yes, he is absolute. He is a cheat code. He is. I think I think you could put your third grade math teacher out there and they would be making huge plays like I just. You know, sometimes I talk to my dad and my dad's like, hey, like, put me in a, a O-line. Like, I'll block him. And I'm like, dad, you would be knocked on your ass so fast. That's hilarious. <laughs> but if he's out there playing with Patrick Mahomes, like, Big John might be getting touchdowns. Like, this kid mm. finds a way to get everyone the ball. It is absolutely insane. And I and – I, feel for our defense sitting in in the you know in the the locker room right now or in the in the you know meeting rooms trying to plan for this because Patrick Mahomes is a cheat code. All right, Erica, we got your father. My son's PE coach volunteered last week to step up and block somebody. <laughs> so, we're yeah. cobbling it together here. Yeah. Uh, DeMarco MJD, any thoughts on uh his MVP campaign here in 2022? Wow. Uh if you ask me that question, I mean, the two guys that came to mind were Josh Allen and him. And I wouldn't mind picking second, right? Would you? Anybody? Uh, I'd feel comfortable yeah. with those two guys. Um, they're tremendous. Uh, look, there aren't that many perfect quarterbacks. And what I mean perfect is I'll go back to John Elway. Uh, playing against him was an absolute like education in higher level, like elite level quarterbacking, which means he can keep his eyes on me as I'm rushing him and then know what's going on down the field at the same time and just look up in a blink and get the ball there. So Mahomes is the same way. Watching him on film is is unreal, how he can just find those dead spots in the pocket to step up in, to find a window to throw to. He's off balance, but the ball comes out with velocity. So it's a full-time job. Uh, you got to cover. 
more than you're asked to versus more, more, more than uh, you're asked to versus most quarterbacks. And you got to rush with reckless abandon against him. So uh, it's a full time job from your D line to your back end and your defensive coordinator. You got to keep him guessing. Uh, you can't let him know what sets you're in or what coverage you're in because he'll pick you apart. And even when the play is has begun, you have to take it up a notch. So yeah, this is uh this is the white whale of the NFL. This is this is the Moby Dick. So if you get him on the ground or pick him off, you've done something special. If you keep him out of the end zone, frame that shot because the next time he gets it, he's going to score on you. So this is the biggest deal you're going to face this year as a Rams defense. Yeah, Demarco, I'm not going to lie. Uh, watching him reminds me of the the nightmares you have when we play Peyton Manning twice a year, right? And it's like. You, you go down with two minutes left to score, and there may be a minute and 30 seconds that Peyton goes down and scores with 30 seconds left, right? So the biggest thing is this. With him, and if, if you're asking me who I would start with, it, it would have to be him, right? Because he's done it without his number one wide receiver. He's doing it with a band of guys trying to make plays, and guys are getting hurt. Miko Harmon's out. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster may be coming back from his, his concussion injury. Like He's out there playing with just some guys, some rookies out there throwing the ball and still making things happen. The key is this, so when you play the Chiefs, is you have to stop Travis Kelsey. And if you watch the Sunday night matchup, the Chargers tried to stop it with Duro and James, and that wasn't enough. So you have to figure out a way how you're going to limit Travis Kelsey's ability to make plays because once he started making, making plays, it opens up for everyone else. Now all of a sudden MVS is going down the field, and this and you have to stop Travis Kelsey. And once you stop Travis Kelsey, then you force Mahomes to make someone else the number one read or the number or Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy force them to go with someone else to be the number one in the progression. The thing is this though, teams have gotten after him. They've, they've, the Buffalo Bills have gotten after him, um, and there's been a lot of interior rush, right? Aaron Donald, uh, Greg Gaines, they have they have to find a way to get that pressure. Uh, other guys that are going to rotate, I know Aishon Robson just went on IR, so there's other guys that have to rotate in and get going and get that interior pressure. And if you're the outside guys, don't just go to him. Force him to stay in the pocket. The Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC Championship game did an awesome job of forcing him to stay in the pocket and make him throw from the pocket, not allowing him to scramble out to his right or his left because he can make his throws from all the platforms. But when the pocket starts to collapse and you let him get out, that's when the big plays happen. So find a way to keep him in the pocket, very similar to Kyler Murray in a, in a way, uh, just without the the crazy speed. But if you can keep him in the pocket and and those guys, and he has to like look through the t- trees or try to throw around some guys, I think you have a great chance to slow him down a what, ton. Not stop borrow, him. Yeah. Can we borrow the Bengals' ends for this game? That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Can we borrow their pass rushers just no. from the edge? That would be great. And, look, I would feel comfortable. This is must-see TV. I would let Jalen Ramsey go one-on-one with Kelsey, just like the Chargers did. I <laughs> think my guy is better than you. Prove it to me. Kelsey right. did against them, but I would go one on one with my guy and say, "Let me see if you can beat him today." And feel That was Kelsey's thirty third career receiving game of a hundred plus yards, broke Rom's record uh, among tight ends, and he went for a hat trick along the way to beat the Chargers. Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes has won twenty five consecutive games in November and December. So, if you believe in the clutch gene, yeah. the crunch time gene, he's he's got it. All right, uh, Maurice, I, I know you were uh, surprised because we uh, back-channeled when the uh, news came out that the Rams uh, released a pair of at least part-time starters, Justin Hollins on defense, on the edge, and Daryl Henderson uh, at running back this week. Help me interpret it. What does it mean for where the Rams are going the rest of this season and who might step up in their absences? 
Well, JB, I'm not the only one that was uh, shocked by this. I was actually texted by a couple coaches, one that we'll be seeing this weekend, about like what's going on. Um, and kind of all you can say is, look, the Rams have gone to the evaluation period, right? Daryl Henderson's in a contract year. Justin Hall's in a contract year. You've seen what you've seen from them. And you most likely thought that you weren't going to bring them back. So why not cut them now and allow Kyron Williams, uh, some other guys, I'm sure Garrett's going to probably get uh, put on the roster and, and go other edge guys and see what you have, right? Again, you're in the, we talked about this after the New Orleans Saints game. It was, it was all about, evaluating talent at, from this point forward, right? You had three games that you had to win. It was the the Cardinals, the Bucks, and the Saints. You lost all three. Now you're in evaluation mode. The chances of you making the playoffs are slim to none, but there's still a lot of work that can be done. And so how do you, you know, try to get Kyron Williams more reps, right? And how do you do some of these other things? And the only way I, I guess the Rams thought was, Okay, let's start guys that we don't have a plan for next year that we haven't or we don't think we'll have a plan for next year. Let's go ahead and get rid of them and figure it out. Justin Hollins ends up in Green Bay with a a familiar uh, face, obviously in the D.C. there. And then obviously Daryl Henderson goes to Jacksonville. So they landed on their feet. They're ready to go. But now it's about the Rams kind of seeing what's going on in the rookies and other guys they've drafted they have on this roster to see who can help them in the future. Uh, DeMarco, since the trade deadline, the Rams have been operating largely with only three active edge defenders. And when I saw Michael Hoyt rushing against the Saints, I was intrigued. We might see more of that. Well, I, I like his wild man persona. I really do. I mean, you're just looking for anybody that can give you heat out there. And I think Justin Hollins was kind of miscast. I think he's a two-down linebacker, take him off on third down, but they were expecting him to get pressure on third down to be a pass rusher that I don't think that just fits what he does. So uh, a lot of heat coming out of the, that outside linebacker group. Same thing with the running backs uh, with Daryl Henderson. I was a little bit surprised. I, I thought out of all the backs outside of, of Kyron Williams, um, he had the most explosion. I mean, I thought he had some of the best runs the Rams had this year. So that was a little bit shocking. I was surprised when I didn't see him on the field more against new Orleans. And then, when he gets cut, I'm like, oh, gosh, well, there must have been something else going on. But yeah, I, it, it kind of coincides with the emergence of Kyron Williams. I want to see more of him. And like Maurice said, the evaluation process has begun, so some decisions have already been made. But, yeah, there there are other people that need to step up now. But, you know, outside of, like you said, trying to get people to fill in or moving Aaron Donald around from inside to outside, uh, you still haven't been able to find a consistent pass rush outside of, say, three guys uh, if you exclude Bobby Wagner coming from the middle. So uh, I think that 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 journey continues, uh, and you're going to need it this week. So either you find a guy that can rush, or Raheem Morris is going to have to manufacture pressure to get to Mahomes. Uh, the last thing you want is that guy standing around for five, six seconds, bouncing around, trying to find a hole in your defense, because he's going to. Hmm. Maurice, you seem like you're trying to jump in there. Yeah, yeah. I was going I was gonna say this. Um, I don't know if DeMarco's been at this point in his career, because uh, the Rams, you know, DeMarco was winning championships and doing some great things, but I have. And it's never a fun thing as a player to be in this type of situation. And uh, as we were getting on the plane the other day, I, a couple of the players had kind of like said something. And I was just like, when you're in this type of mode, you got to be a professional. Like, you got to show up early. You got to stay late. You need to make sure that you're on your on, on everything that you're doing because everything is being evaluated at this point uh, when your team and your organization is in this, this, this mode this evaluation mode. So it's going to be important for a lot of guys to kind of figure out what they want to do and what they want to be here in the next, you know, couple months or next six weeks, six, eight weeks. All right, Ricky, you want to throw a name or two at me when DeMarco says 
Let's see who steps up. Let's see who gets that opportunity, who might impress and carve out a role in the 2023 Los Angeles Rams. Who comes to mind for you? I mean, I I loved listening to Russ Yeast on, on the Rams Revealed this week. I thought that he did a really great job when he got to step up this past week, too. And as much as I've been really, really, really excited about Kyron Williams, he was amazing at Notre Dame. Of course, he had that first the first drive of the season to get hurt, and then he's slowly getting back. I thought watching him at the Saints, he looked fast. He looked excited. He has that. And after the game, he was just so, even after a loss, was just so like, oh, my God, like I'm going to give my jersey to my mom. Like this is so great. And when a team is sort of feeling down and, and the season is kind of going this way, it's just like such a breath of fresh air to not only see him – giving everything that he got and, and and being so excited to be there. But he's like damn good too. So it's really exciting to see him paired with Cam Akers now too, who got some great runs off. I think it's I think it's just like at this kind of jump start that that we need and to looking at someone that we have on a rookie contract, like this is exciting for the future of the franchise. Excellent cross promotion as always. And that leads me to Ricky's Ram Jam this week with special guest. Rachel Bonetta. So she uh, wasn't dressed as Cooper Cup this week. Uh, I thought she might be, but no, just just normal Rachel was on. (laughs) DeMarco, who are you watching? Who's going to step into a larger role? Well, there's two people that come to mind instantly. One is McCutcheon. Uh, Would love to see him out there and and get some reps at receiver. I mean, every time I see this guy walk by, I mean, he's a skyscraper of a receiver. Like, wow, you can't find a place for him? Um, You know, can you imagine him and Allen Robinson on the field at the same time? That's two fast-running giraffes on the field. And the other one is a guy that we both know. Um, We saw him in New Orleans. And I said this on the coaches' show. Tutu Atwell is a problem if you don't get your hands on him. That dude can absolutely fly. So, yeah, I mean, I'd love to see more of those two in the lineup. So, you might. And when the jazz session begins, that's when the play breaks down and then the quarterback takes over, like Kyler Murray. That's his bread and butter. When the jazz session begins, look for guys like Tutu and McCutcheon to start playing football and just break north and have him find you down the field. So uh, that might be what it takes to beat Kansas City. It may be off-script stuff. Yeah, Bryce Perkins was pretty good at finding him in the preseason, led the NFL in receiving yards. Maurice? I'm going to go with Bryce Perkins, and just because of what DeMarco talked about when he said the guy prepared as if he was the starter. And and the one thing I remember a vet telling me in the National Football League was that opportunities in the NFL are given, not earned, right? And this is an opportunity that he probably wouldn't would have never gotten in his whole career. And so a chance to play quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams for – Maybe multiple games. We just don't know, right? You just don't know what your opportunity is. But this week, you have that opportunity. I can't wait to see what he's able to do with it. And can he hang on to it? Does he give them a spark? Does he give this offense a spark? Does it look more explosive um, with him out there? And if so, you know, maybe Coach McVay says maybe we do this. Maybe this is this is something that we can do. Um, and so I'm excited to see him get his opportunity uh, against a you know the best team in the National Football League. Hmm. When in doubt, I always go to dog work. And DeMarco, you know where I'm going with this. Bobby Brown is a drafted player uh, in the back end of his second season. Now Ashawn Robinson is injured. Greg Gaines is in a contract year. Aaron Donald's playing 91% of defensive snaps this season. I don't know how you rein that in. I don't know how you tell the greatest plan, uh, player to walk the planet to scale it back. 
Um, <laughs> but I, I have a feeling more opportunities, more reps are coming for Brown. And I think we'll know by the end of this calendar year, by the end of this season, what role he's going to play on that defensive front in 2023. Am I wrong? He, you're exactly right. He is a absolute monster. You've seen him. He's imposing. He's huge. And when he gets it going in the right direction, I mean, I don't care who you are. Uh, trying to block them, you go backwards. So now you just have to increase your game awareness and know what's coming. But, you know, with Aaron, I think the only guy that can really stop him from playing is dog work, is Hendo, Coach Hendo. So if Coach Hendo puts that arm out and says, Aaron, you stay, you go, you might be able to keep him on the bench. But you better watch him because in a third down, you know he's going to be trotting back out there. Oh, he's gone. He's already oh, yeah. out there in the defensive huddle on, on third down. All right, happy uh, Black Friday, everyone. Before we go, what's on each of your Christmas wish lists? What can I go to Amazon and start searching for for each of you? Rams win. Okay. Okay. I think that's on Prime. We'll find that. Yeah. DeMarco? Uh, go go to the friend? search section and start with L and then go EFT. And then start with T and see if like left tackle pops up. If one anything of those not, pops up, I'll get two. Yeah, Ricky. Anything not football related? <laughs> I, yeah, I was just gonna say like I could use like a second wine fridge maybe for the office. So they might have some good deals on that if if that's what you're looking for. So and Taylor Swift tickets, of course, you're still yes, there. yes, definitely, definitely. Oh, all right. Uh, well, looking forward to being in Kansas City with each of you. By the way, I know our audience wants more of Cameron Irwin, so I will search for another guest uh, hosting opportunity so that you can see her instead of me, perhaps as soon as next week. No, I'm just kidding. Get out of here. Um, hope you all had a great, uh, enjoyable, safe Thanksgiving. We will see the Rams in Kansas City as the take on Patrick Mahomes and the AFC leading Chiefs. For Ricky Hollywood, for Maurice Jones-Drew and DeMarco Farr, I am JB Long. Thank you for being with us for a holiday edition of Between the Horns. As always, presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers.